Hello everyone, Sean McCaffrey here with another weekly wrap-up. Just going to be talking about NFL football today. Uh, NCAA world, not a whole bunch happening. A couple players are transferring, so they're changing football programs. But really, what we're waiting for is the college football playoff to start, and that's not going to happen for a little bit longer. So, NFL playoffs, a whole lot happened this past weekend. There's a whole lot on the line. A lot of teams fighting for playoff spots. Some teams fighting for the number one seed, and with that number one seed comes a first-round bye. And then other guys, individual players, fighting to win that MVP race. So a whole lot happening, a really fun weekend as the season, as the regular season, is starting to come to a close. So obviously, as I just said, a whole lot's on the line, but quite a few games ended up being blowouts and started on Thursday Night Football. Raiders versus Chargers. The Raiders... Both teams were starting backup quarterbacks, and the Raiders went out there and just completely destroyed the Chargers, 63-21. to The Chargers, after the game, they fired their head coach, Brandon Staley. Honestly, I think pretty great news for Chargers fans. I don't think Brandon Staley was a very good head coach, so if some good did come out of this Raiders-Chargers game for Chargers fans, it's the fact that Brandon Staley is finally gone for the Chargers, uh, and a big win for the Raiders and Aiden O'Connell to get that win. That's the quarterback for the Raiders, so winning that 63-21 to um, you know, on Thursday Night Football, a surprising one in what was expected to be a really low-scoring game. Moving on to Lions and Broncos, this was a Saturday night game. Uh, because there's no NCAA football on, the NFL does play some games on Saturdays during that period of time. This play, this game took place on Saturday, uh, and nobody expected this one to be a blowout the, the way it was, but the Lions, they went out there, they destroyed the Broncos. The Broncos have looked really good the last couple weeks. They're fighting for a playoff spot, and then the Lions went out there and they handled them with ease. The Colts and the Steelers, two teams locked into an AFC playoff race. They're trying to get wild card spots. And Steelers, they jumped out to a 13-0 lead and then didn't score again. Lost the game 30-13. to A really big one for the Colts and a team. The Colts are a team that is really on the upswing. They've been really impressive, honestly, this year, given the fact that it's a first-year head coach in Shane Steichen. It's a backup quarterback in Gardner Minshew that's been forced into action. And they've been really, really impressive this year. And it looks like they're going to be able to get a playoff spot. The Saints and the Giants, they matched up against each other, of course. Danny DeVito and the Giants on a three-game winning streak coming into this. And really, the Saints, they did win. They ended the Giants losing, or they ended the Giants winning streak. Uh, But honestly, the biggest storyline coming out of this is still Danny DeVito and his agent. Danny DeVito's agent looks exactly like you'd expect him to look uh, with that whole, like, Italian thing they have going. And he wore a green suit to the game against the Saints. Uh, there's going to be a link to that so you can see what this guy looked like. So it's still a really fun storyline for the Giants in what is kind of a, a lost season for them. So still fun to see Tommy DeVito and his agent be doing all this stuff and see Tommy from New Jersey and the Italian heritage. It's uh, it's really cool. So moving on to Dolphins and Jets, an AFC East matchup. The Dolphins went out there and just destroyed the Jets 30-0, to a big win for the Dolphins as Their schedule is going to be very tough for the last three games. The 49ers, NFC West matchup. They played against the Cardinals. 45-29 was the final score of that one. The 49ers, they look dominant as they have the last couple weeks. Clearly, they look like they're the best team, not only in just the NFC, but they look like they're the best team in the NFL right now. And then a lot of people picked the Bills and the Cowboys to be the game of the week. Cowboys, of course, they are trying to get the number one seed in the NFC. The Bills, they're just trying to get a playoff spot. 
and the Bills went out there, destroyed the Cowboys. A huge win for the Bills. Big loss for the Cowboys. It significantly hurts their chances of getting the number one seed. It pretty much seals the deal, if you will, uh, honestly, because the Cowboys' schedule is going to be very difficult down the stretch there. And the Bills, a big, big win for them. And I can't help but be a little bit happy, considering that I am an Eagles fan. Uh, But again, as I'm going to get to a little bit later... The Eagles had a tough week of their own, but a big win for the Bills, and it really, really helps their chances of getting into the playoffs. And then the Ravens and the Jaguars, final score of that game, 23-7. The Ravens win it. Honestly, that 23-7 score doesn't even really reflect how dominant the Ravens were in that. They look like they're the best team in the AFC, and it looks like they can get the number one seed. Now, a couple games that ended up being closer... Bengals and Vikings, the final score of that one, 27-24, a really good matchup between two backup quarterbacks. Jake Browning, backup quarterback for the Bengals, actually was play, played for the Vikings, was cut by them multiple times. After winning the game, Jake Browning on the sideline near the camera, was he threw an expletive in there, but I'm not going to say that, of course. Uh, he did say, you should have never cut me, and then also talked about it a little bit in the post-game press conference about kind of, you know, why he said that. Uh, So kind of a cool story there, something that's going to be a link to that in the YouTube description. Uh, And then the Vikings, of course, they were starting Nick Mullins instead of Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs had that run of a couple games where he was incredible, tough stretch after that, and then now he has been benched in favor of Nick Mullins, and a big loss for the Vikings that significantly hurts their playoff chances. The Browns and the Bears faced off against each other. The Browns, Joe Flacco does it again. The old man gets another win and really helps the Browns' playoff chances, 20-17, a big win for them. The Buccaneers and the Packers faced off against each other. The Buccaneers trying to win the NFC South, the worst division in football, honestly. But Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers, they got the win. Baker Mayfield has been incredible this year. Honestly, not a lot of people have talked about how great he's been. He threw four touchdowns on Sunday. And now the Buccaneers, they're 7-7. and And they're sitting on top of the NFC South. It looks like they could be able to win that division and move into the playoffs. The Panthers and the Falcons faced off against each other. The Falcons are one of the teams competing in the NFC South, trying to take that away from the Buccaneers, but they lost to the Falcons. The Falcons lost to the Panthers 9-7. The Panthers are the worst team in the NFL, so a big, big loss for the Falcons there to lose that 9-7 and a really tough look for Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Falcons, as it looks like he is on the hot seat to possibly lose his job. The Texans and Titans... Texans trying to get into the playoffs, but they were without their quarterback, C.J. Stroud, on Sunday. Got the win, despite the fact that he was out 19-16 against the Titans team. That's pretty tough to beat, uh, and they keep their playoff chances alive right there. And then the Rams and the Commanders faced off against each other. Rams won it 28-20 against the Commanders, which have now lost quite a few games in a row. Chiefs and the Patriots, another game that took place. Uh, The Chiefs, of course, this whole past week, Patrick Holmes especially criticized for his comments and the way he acted on the sideline after losing to the Bills with that whole penalty call and everything like that. They did go out there and win 27-17, to but it was closer than I think maybe what the score reflected. Uh, you know, the, the Patriots were winning at one point in the game, so the Chiefs, it looks like a little bit of trouble right there, but they are 9-5. It looks like they're going to be in the playoffs with some ease. And then, of course, Seahawks and Eagles took place on Monday Night Football. Uh... Tough one to talk about as a diehard Eagles fan, but the Eagles have now lost three straight games as the Seahawks win the game 20-17. to Big win for the Seahawks as they go to 7-7, and really helped their chances of getting into the playoffs. The Eagles, 
their odds of getting the number one seed are all but dashed. Uh, now it's just going to be trying to compete with the Cowboys to get that NFC East title. Eagles just didn't didn't really look good. Uh, the Seahawks, Drew Locke, the backup quarterback, was actually the one playing for them. 92-yard touchdown drive in the fourth quarter to win it for them. Eagles, they did get the ball back, but Jalen Hurts threw an interception. So a really, really tough look for the Eagles as, again, they have dropped three straight. And it just seems like they can't beat Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. Uh, I will say it's pretty frustrating that they have never beaten Pete Carroll during his tenure with the Seahawks. So pretty pretty tough look for the Eagles as a lot of people are questioning you know, if, if they are a real contender right now after losing to the Seahawks, the Niners, and the Cowboys in consecutive weeks. But moving into the MVP race and then who I think is going to be the number one seed, I think the number one seeds are going to be the Ravens in the AFC, the Niners in the NFC. Both of those teams, it just seems like they're a little bit of cut above everybody else in their conference and I think those are going to be the teams to get the one seat and the first round by that comes with it the MVP award I think right now the leader is Brock Purdy Lamar Jackson's also in that conversation so kind of no surprise that the two leaders of the MVP race are guys that play for the teams that are likely going to be the number one seed in each of their conferences there is some conversation about Christian McCaffrey the running back for the 49ers getting that award but Really, the NFL just continues to prove that it is a quarterback award. It doesn't matter how great somebody else is at a different position. So it's probably going to be a quarterback. Right now, it seems like Brock Purdy, the quarterback of the Niners, is the leader. Uh, But in recent memory, I can't remember an MVP race where it is so murky on who not only the favorite is, but who even the candidates are to win that award. So kind of crazy right there. Finally, another prediction. I think the Bills and I think the Rams, I think they're both going to make the playoffs. And to be honest, I don't think any team is going to want to play against either of those guys. They both have great offenses, experienced quarterbacks, and a lot of playmakers. So I think the Bills and the Rams are going to get in the playoffs. And don't be surprised if they win a couple games. Finally, bet of the week. I like the Bengals, minus 2.5. 81% of the public likes them as well. I really like that pick for them. I think I'm buying into Jake Browning. I think he's been really good for them. They obviously have some talented players on offense around Jake Browning, and I think they are going to continue their winning ways that they did this past week. So, of course, let me know what you guys think in the comments about all of this. Uh, hit that like button, and I hope you guys, appre- uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed listening.